be so hard on yourself, no. Yes, don't be so hard on yourself. We all mess up. We all do things. We're like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. You're meant to mess up. You're supposed to. I wish I knew this when I was younger. I was supposed to be, honestly, I was such a good teenager. I wish I knew I was supposed to mess up. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Little Dose of Taiwo. Giving you guys a bit of vocals there. <laughs> welcome to episode 17, it's your host Taiwo. Today I'm by myself, so I thought I should talk about something personal, something that's a bit of May, like the still on Love Island, a bit of May. <laughs> so yeah, today I'm going to be talking about 22 things that I've learned as a 22 year old or 22 things that I would tell my younger self um so it's going to be a bit self-reflecting a bit of you know learning a bit of just getting to know myself as well you know now before I start if you haven't followed me on Instagram (laughs) if you haven't followed me on Instagram please go and do so my handle is at Dose of Taiwo Podcast, at Dose of Taiwo Podcast on Instagram. Also, my email is open for, you know, advice or questions or dilemmas or even promos, you know, if you're trying to advertise something on my podcast for a very teeny tiny fee. <laughs> anyway, just email me at ldotpodcast at gmail.com so little dose of tyro ldotpodcast at gmail.com let's get started so before i even say what i've learned before i even tell you a few lessons about life (laughs) i'm talking like an old woman like an old woman before i you know say 22 things i've learned or whatever i thought i should introduce myself a little bit a little bit of a get to know me tag you know so my name is Taiwo T-A-I-W-O and I'm 22 I have a twin sister so if you're Nigerian you would know that Taiwo is um, a common name for twins so if you're Nigerian and you're from a tribe called Yoruba you automatically Taiwo if you came out of the womb first (laughs) if you came out of your mom first you're Taiwo you're the first of the twins so that's what Taiwo means nothing like you know crazy or anything it just means first of the twins and I have a twin sister and yeah so we both grew up in Nigeria um so I've only been in the UK for about six years now and a lot of people are shocked when they hear that like what really like what I'm like what do you mean is it because I speak English (laughs) like English is my first language um I think a lot of people don't know that as well a bit of ignorance but yeah English is my first language so we speak English in Nigeria and yes we have different accents we have you know different um intonations when we speak but we speak English so yeah I grew up in Nigeria um I finished secondary school when I was like 15 um and I was supposed to go to the U.S. to study in university which I'm thinking thank god now I did it because like 15 year old in university that's a bit much you know I'm so glad I didn't go now because even being in university as a 22 year old it's still tough like it's really really tough so I can't imagine 
seven years old, you know, seven years ago, me, 15 year old me being in university, my teeny tiny self. Oh my God. I'm glad I didn't go. But yeah, so I took a year out when I was 15 after um, secondary school to like study for the SATs, which is what you need to go to university in America. But I didn't get enough scholarship. I got like one fourth <laughs> of the actual money I needed. So I couldn't go. So yeah, I moved here at 16. I went to college and I came here about November. So I couldn't get into the course I actually wanted. Speaking of, you know, roadblocks in life, which is kind of what this um, podcast is going to be about. A bit of some life lessons. So yeah, at the time I was annoyed. I was frustrated. Like, oh no, you know, we missed the admission period in September by you know only a few months and my mom was suggesting that I go back to secondary school and I'm like um what <laughs> hell no um she's like you know we do the GCSEs again I'm like I went through hell studying for like you know the Nigerian equivalent of GCSEs I'm not doing that again but yeah I ended up going to this college that had some space for performing arts so I couldn't get into the science classes I had to do performing arts my sister didn't mind because she's she came from an art background but as a science student I was like oh I'm gonna be doing art like oh not my thing <laughs> but thinking about it now I actually enjoyed myself um it's basically dancing singing and acting and um if you know me, you know I like to sing a lot. Um, not the best singer, but I really, really love singing, especially when I was younger. I've actually written at least a dozen songs and, you know, composed and everything by myself. And yeah, I love to sing a lot. I wish I was a better singer because I would you really, really use it, you know. But yeah, I used to sing and I really enjoyed performing arts. But then after a year, I went to do forensic science in college. And that was two years and it was really fun. Like, yes, we actually got to do the old CSI crime scene thing. <laughs> and that was the best part for me, the practical aspect. And also the forensic um, psychology part, because we would kind of, um, we would kind of like try to understand the brain how the brain of those criminals work you know we would do like case studies yeah oh my god the case studies were so fun we would do case studies and you know try and see who the criminal was out of you know a group of suspects <laughs> so yes it was fun it was really fun and I was actually going to study forensic science in university but then I checked the salary <laughs> I checked the salary and I ran <laughs> and I ran I was like mm, hell no <laughs> I was like nope I'm not doing it um, um so yeah and then I said oh I would do medicine but then I kind of missed the exam period I forgot to you know sign up I didn't study so I was like eh, I'll do biomedical science so I ended up you know going to university in 2017 I was 19 years old so I went to University of Kent I still am in the University of Kent I don't know why I'm talking like I'm done with uni I'm not <laughs> I'm still at university I'm actually on a placement year right now which is a year in industry for those who are not in the UK um, you basically take a year out of uni to go and work which is what I'm doing now and then I'll go back in September for my final year. So I study biomedical science. And yeah, that's that's kind of a quick um, intro into my life. Now, getting into what I have learned. Whew, this is going to get a bit personal, maybe a little bit emotional, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. But let's get started with this. So number one. It's okay to say you don't know something 
because the chances are not everyone does chances are everyone else has no idea what they're doing honestly i can't stress this enough especially when i got to uni i actually clocked that everyone else is just faking it until they make it everyone else is just pushing it everyone else is just pretending like they know what they're talking about <laughs> especially in lectures when you know the lecturer is explaining something and you feel kind of lost it's okay to actually be like i don't understand because trust me no one else does they're all there just not in their heads like <laughs> i remember after this class after this chemistry class i think it was i was just there like lost like oh my god i have no idea everyone else probably you know understands this and i felt stupid and then you know after the lecture i kind of asked someone i was like um do you understand what that man just you know taught us and you're like no i'm just gonna go home and try to figure it out and i was like huh? <laughs> like no one i asked at least two three people that day and no one knew what they were doing no one understood what the lecturer has just explained and i was like oh wow like <laughs> it's not just me you know so yeah it's okay to be wrong it's okay to not know something like it's okay to be like oh i don't know especially being a nigerian or being african we're just we've learned at a young age or while growing up to kind of know everything like to be smart to be you know good at everything you know we always want to be a jack of all trades and you can't always be jack of all trades you know otherwise you just be a master of none number two oh this one's very this one i hold very dearly to my heart it's okay to be different it's actually okay to be the odd one out. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to feel like you don't fit in because you're not supposed to. <laughs> if you don't fit in, it's because you're not supposed to. It's because you're supposed to stand out. And this is something I'm still learning even as a 22-year-old. But yeah, like, and I say this because in secondary school, I remember not really fitting in. Um, people will always make fun of me for trying to speak the right english people would always make fun of me for trying to get my you know my phonetics right for trying to you know speak in the right intonation because like i said earlier in nigeria we have an accent we have a way we say words like sometimes we don't say our ths we'll be like if we want to say third we'll be like todd <laughs> you'll be like todd todd one <laughs> we don't really say things like ths even now i still make the mistake if i want to say things like fifth you know, I still say like fifth. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the times in Nigeria, we don't pronounce words properly. And because as a child, I just really, I've always been intrigued. It, may, it might be, you know, just watching a lot of American movies. I've always been intrigued with like saying the right things, pronouncing words correctly. And we used to do, in English, we used to do this thing called speech transition. And I used to love it because I used to love just learning how things were, you know, pronounced like cucumber. <laughs> you know, when we used to do things like that, I used to get so excited and I would want to get it right. And people would always kind of, they would say like, I'm farming, which basically means when you say you're farming in Nigeria, it basically means you're fake, you're faking it, like you're trying to be posh. And at the time I would feel bad. I would be like, you know, I'm not like, this is actually me all i knew was me this is that was me that was the real me i didn't even know to be someone else at that age or to try it i didn't have a reason to try and beat someone else you know so yeah i was picked on for speaking good english and <laughs> well now i'm in the uk where i'm you know hosting a podcast where i'm supposed to speak good english <laughs> number three you know that boy <laughs> 
<laughs> that boy that everyone thinks is whoa everyone's like wow he's so hot the hottest boys the pangas boys the ones that you think are way out of your league they're not <laughs> they're really not and i think this is something i actually learned only recently in university everyone has insecurities everyone has a flaw everyone has baggage that they're carrying around literally even the hottest guys they have their own problems there's literally no one that you can't get all you need is confidence no matter how big his muscles are no matter how tall he is no matter how handsome he is no matter how flawless it might seem he's still human and you can get anyone anyone you want this is something i would want to teach my kids to just be confident enough to know that no guy should be placed on a pedestal you are the pedestal you you that girl <laughs> you are the price and not to call you a price like a commodity or anything but just have some more faith in yourself and just know that no one is actually perfect so you can go after anyone i feel like once you stop placing guys on the pedestal they would just seem equal to you and that's what you need when you're going into a relationship you don't want to over adore someone and you know take shit from them just because they're hot no no one is out of your league girl go after that boy go after him do it <laughs> number 4 time heals a lot time just give it time time heals a lot of pain time heals a lot of suffering a lot of anxiety just breathe and learn to just let things happen if you're going through a heartbreak if you're going through anxiety if you're even stressed about your coursework just give it time literally this too will pass this i think that's in the bible this too will pass everything that is so stressful to you now tomorrow it might seem like the tiniest thing it might let you look so tiny if you're hurt if you're unsure about something if you're trying to make a huge decision in your life think about it give it time give it time and space um just try and not rush into anything i guess that's the point i'm trying to pass across then just think about the things you were so bothered about in your you know in your teens when you were 16 15 17 even 18 even yesterday <laughs> even yesterday things that worried you things you were so unsure of somehow they just clear out to you now number 5 this one i still struggle with <laughs> this one i still struggle with and it's asking for help asking for help allowing yourself to be vulnerable allowing yourself to to need people i feel like as a kid i've just always learned to do things myself and it might have to do with a lot of you know not being a lot of like fear in my parents growing up i grew up with my stepmom and i've always thought she was really really strict so like i've never really felt open with her i've never really felt like i could tell her things that bothered me so i grew up kind of being my own soother or should i say my own therapist <laughs> i grew up just doing things myself and helping myself through hard times and never really asking people for help and the more i grew up the more i realized how much damage is actually done to me because a lot of people see me as this bubbly happy jolly person they're like wow like people actually say you're always happy like how are you always happy no i'm not i go into my room and just close the door and cry myself to sleep sometimes and i've just always not really spoken up about my problems or whatever was bothering me and i would say ask for help honestly 
don't feel like you're burdening people. Even till now, I still do it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them. Like they probably have things they're going through as well. But no, some people, you know, not to make some people's problems irrelevant, but some people, the only thing they care about, the only problem they have is that girl that hasn't texted them back. <laughs> Honestly, there is such a thing as bigger problems in life like <laughs> there is actually such a thing as having a bigger problem so don't feel like you can't talk to people because you don't want to add to their problems or because you don't want to be vulnerable because you you don't want to be a victim like wow that's something that I I had to get myself out of I don't like feeling like a victim I don't like people consoling me I don't like people you know being around me and like crying or kind of trying to make me stop crying like I prefer just to be by myself and get through it by myself but I've learned to just share a bit of my problems you know a problem I've shared is half solved number six not everyone is gonna like you (laughs) not everyone is going to like you and you have to be okay with that there's like what how many billion people let's say 10 billion people on earth so that's 10 billion personalities and yes you won't meet all 10 billion people but say there's 50 people in a room you're all not gonna get along like it's not possible I feel like again you know referring back to my childhood because a lot of us are a product of our childhood you know trauma our childhood um, experiences you know it it might not all be traumatizing but we don't realize how much of our childhood has actually made us into what we are today. I would always feel guilty as a kid doing something wrong. I never really understood like I'm a kid. I'm supposed to do something wrong. Like I'm supposed to mess up as a kid. But again, with the African culture, messing up is equal to being a bad child. Messing up is equal to, you know, getting bitten, getting your ass whooped. Being bad and doing something wrong, you know, is equivalent to punishment so I've always wanted to be a good kid I've always wanted to be good do everything right by the book don't do anything wrong you know so I've always wanted people to like me so I do everything right I try to be a goody you know good girl that has been ingrained in me so now I as an adult I want everyone to like me but the thing is they just don't like just as I don't like people like the the moment I I started to think that even I don't like everyone like why am I so bothered when people don't like me and yes some people are more annoying and some people have worse habit than the others (laughs) some people are you know not likable but I like to think of myself as a likable person so when people don't like me I'm like why you know they just don't like you you just have to accept that not everyone is going to like you and that's okay number seven this actually kind of plays into the previous one and it's saying no don't try to please everyone, even your parents, even your parents. And I've not mastered this yet <laughs> because, you know, I still live with my parents during holidays and even during this pandemic, I'm stuck with my parents. But I feel like as you grow older, you're okay with your parents being angry at you. Like you're actually okay with them being mad at you. You're okay with annoying them. And I think as soon as you're okay with people not liking you or people being upset with you, then you're going to be okay saying no. Don't do things that you don't want to do just because you don't want to upset people. Like say no sometimes. Like free yourself from the bondage of being a yes girl. Number eight, don't apologize for who you are. Hmm. I can't even, (laughs) like I can't stress this enough. People would judge you anyway. 
you know, people will judge you anyway. So don't feel like you have to apologize for being the person that you are. If you're someone that's, I don't know, introverted, if you're someone that doesn't really like a group, a large group of friends, if you're someone that doesn't really even liking your parents like (laughs) it's okay not to be best friends with your parents i feel like moving to the uk i had a bit of a cultural shock you know when people say their parents are the best friends or they have such a great relationship with their siblings and their family it's okay to not have a great relationship with your siblings and your family they definitely had a different childhood than you did so it's okay to actually be like "Mm, i don't really like going home that often my house isn't really very fun you know my parents aren't the most fun parents to be around my parents are annoying my siblings are annoying like it's okay don't apologize for being who you are i feel like sometimes when i say things people look at me like you know (laughs) but like you don't know the half of my story you don't know my life like you don't get to judge me i remember in college we were studying something about surrogacy and the history of it And somehow that led to abortion and, you know, testing babies out for like genetic deformities. Um, And, you know, some parents choosing not to have the baby after um, learning about like certain diseases like Down syndrome or, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's wrong. You know, every child is a blessing. Every child is this. Every child is that. Like, you shouldn't, you know, you should treat, you should still have the baby. That That's wrong. You're killing a baby. First of all, this, like, let's not even get into that. It's not a baby. It's an egg at that stage. <laughs> it's actually just a fertilized egg. So, no, you're not killing a baby. But removing the religious aspect of that. I remember saying, oh, like, I definitely understand someone not wanting to have the child. And if you see the way people turned against me, they made me feel like such a horrible person for saying, you know, I don't want a child with Down syndrome. They saw me as this horrible person. They said, oh, wow, like, you know, I didn't know you were like this, Tyrell. Oh, wow, you were this and that and that. But again, they don't know the half of your story. They don't know the half of my story. You know, I've got a family member with disability and really bad disability and the impact that that has had on my life. (laughs) I can't even begin to tell people so many things I wish I could do, so many things that I want to do, but I can't because there's always someone that has to come first in my life before even myself. Yes, that's the kind of sacrifice you would have to make having you know a sibling or family member with disability all of your life you kind of live for them helping them to be better because not not only will the world treat them differently they are seen differently they feel differently than you do so you have to give them extra love and affection because no one else really does so they take more of your time more of your attention more of you having a child or a sibling or family member with disability is one of the hardest things you could ever ever go through and many people don't understand this because they just don't have any relations to people with disability or maybe they say oh you know I have an autistic you know friend but the kind of autism they're talking about is like you know Asperger's syndrome people that are still functioning you know functioning autism how about people that need help 24 7 how about that side of autism the non-vocal autism the really bad disabilities where you need help 24 7 how about that aspect so I remember people judging me a lot without even knowing half of my story you know so 
honestly, don't apologize for who you are. Don't apologize for speaking your truth. Because again, they don't know shit about what you've been through. So they don't get to say shit about your life. Some people have lived life easy breezy. Some people have just kind of scaled through life without any big huddle. So they judge you who has been through hell and back. Remember, you are so damn beautiful. Honestly, don't lose that confidence that you had as a child. I remember being the most confident kid ever growing up. And this I would actually owe to my stepmom. I actually thank her a lot for this because I remember she used to tell me, wow, beautiful dark skin, you're naturally beautiful. Don't You don't even need makeup. Oh, just look how gorgeous you are. You know, she would always say lovely things like that to me and my sister as a kid. Um, and I guess I've grown up with that confidence in myself. Um, but when I got to like college and you just, as you're like growing into a teenager or like a young adult, you kind of, you tend to lose that confidence, especially with social media, with just other people in general. You tend to doubt yourself. You tend to doubt your own source. Like you compare yourself to other people a lot and then you're like, oh, am I that cute? Am I that beautiful? Is my body that sexy? Like you are, you are that cute. You are that beautiful. You are that sexy. You need to believe it, okay? Even if you need to stand in front of the mirror and say it to yourself every day, do what you got to do, girl. Like honestly, and confidence is not really something you just learn it's actually it's not like a result it's something that you it's like a progress it's a progressive thing you gain more confidence every day you just have to work on it you know because now that I think about it all those boys that used to fancy me in secondary school if I look at my secondary school pictures now I'm like ew what's that (laughs) like I actually look at them and like oh I can't believe boys used to fancy me then but what they fancied wasn't just like how beautiful I am. It was the confidence. I believed in my own source, (laughs) you know? So like, I remember when I left secondary school, this is not to brag or anything, but at least five or six boys told me that they fancied me while we were in school, but they wouldn't really tell me. And I'm like, wait, really? (laughs) Like, I didn't think I was that bad. (laughs) You know, I didn't think I was that beautiful. But again, it's the confidence. I just kind of walk through, you know, places with my head up high, like, they say this in RuPaul's Drag Race TV thing. They're like, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Another thing. <laughs> Your body will change. <laughs> Your body will change. Just give it time. Oh, my God. When I was younger, I used to get bullied a lot for being skinny (laughs) and I used to think oh I'm too skinny oh god now I want to be skinny (laughs) and I know people would look at me and be like yeah you're still skinny true to a lot of people I'm still skinny but being home in quarantine there's not lots you can do other than eat (laughs) (laughs) I've been eating so much and ta-da I'm getting a lot of weight a lot of weight and now I'm trying to lose weight, ironically. I never thought in my life I'll be trying to lose weight. I've always wanted to gain weight. I've always wanted to put on weight. And now I'm trying to lose weight. So yeah, life is funny like that. Just embrace your body. <laughs> Just embrace your skinniness when you're skinny. Honestly, it could change in a second. <laughs> I don't know what number this is. I've lost count, but I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> Another one. Being popular in secondary school 
is useless once you get out of secondary school i don't think there's much to say about that that's just the way it is all those kids that were you know famous or popular in high school the cool kids where are they now that answers your question that answers your question <laughs> or should i say my question <laughs> things won't always go as planned <laughs> Things won't always go as planned. I mean, look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought they were going to be going through a global pandemic? Literally, who would have thought? No one. You can make plans as much as you want. You can plan to the T. But what's going to happen might just surprise you. So don't stress too much. Don't stress too much when things don't go as planned. I'm speaking to myself you know, when I say this. Just let it go let it go <laughs> just let things go sometimes just leave it just let it happen you know don't do anything because of peer pressure don't do anything you don't want to do if you don't want to eat something if you don't want to drink something if you don't want to smoke something if you don't want to have sex if you don't want to date people if you don't want to don't do anything you don't want to do to please anyone or to look cool or for any other reason because at the end of the day you'll just hurt yourself don't do anything that's out of your character for anyone else it's okay to want to explore it's okay to want to you know go a bit out of your comfort zone but don't do anything you know deep down in your heart isn't you don't do anything you don't want to do for anyone else i think i touched on this earlier everyone is different so be more accommodating of people be more tolerant i think i'm speaking to myself as well when i say this even my past relationship i have to say i was a little tough <laughs> i was a little tough and you know the guy that i was with because i guess i just always hold people to a certain standard and i expect from them so much just because i expect from myself so much as well and sometimes i need to realize people didn't grow up with the same you know strictness that i did people didn't grow up the same they don't have the same experiences as me so not everyone will do things like you. It doesn't mean that they're not going the right way. It doesn't mean they're not traveling the right direction. They're just doing it differently than you think they should, you know. So just let people be themselves as well. As much as you should be yourself and be unapologetically you, you need to allow people their space to be themselves as well. Not everyone it's going to be what your definition of good is, if that makes sense. I don't know how else to explain this, but let people be themselves. It doesn't matter that it's not what you think they should be doing. Just let them live their life and you just live yours. I guess what I'm trying to say is mind your damn business. Personal relationships are complicated. Relationships with your family, with your friends. Love itself is just so complicated. It just encompasses so many things and the old fairy tale love does not exist. Love is patient, love is kind, love endures and love is tolerant. You know, love leaves room for mistakes. Love doesn't judge. Love is so many things but perfect. If it doesn't serve you in the way you think you deserve if it's not inspiring, if it's not motivating you to be a better person, if it's not fulfilling to you, if you feel like you're giving more than you're receiving, if you feel like even you, if you're the selfish one, <laughs> if you feel like you're taking more than you're giving, so if you feel like you deserve better or the other person deserves better, if you feel like things are not going the way that they should, 
don't be afraid to leave. Put yourself first. You're going to hurt people. You're going to hurt yourself in the process. But don't be afraid to walk away. Not everyone who smiles at you is your friend. (laughs) Keep your circle small, honestly. Not everyone who smiles at you is doing the same thing behind your back. It's better to have one or two good friends than to have a thousand fake friends. Honestly, don't underestimate the power of good people, having good people around you. Because at the end of the day, you're you're sometimes a product of your environment. So try to keep a good circle. Try to keep the right people around you. This one, I have to thank my best friend Alex for this. (laughs) Save your money. Save your money. Honestly, it feels good to be financially independent. Save as much as you can, especially going into investing with the old student loan, student finance. Save as much as you can. Honestly. I don't think I was ever like broke, broken uni and it's because I don't spend on like stupid things. <laughs> I buy cheap clothes. I buy cheap things a lot. I'm so cheap. I'm so thrifty like that, you know. And as much as I say I'm thrifty, people see me like you buy things you don't need. Yeah, but I buy them for like two pounds. <laughs> Honestly, I spend the most on food. Um, I love to eat out. I love to order in. So save your money. Save it. You're going to thank yourself later. Another one, it's going to be hard, but try and be yourself. If people don't like you or they don't understand you, it's not up to you to help them understand you. Because at the end of the day, if you want people to love you, you want them to love you for the real you, not someone else that you've made up. You never know the things that people would love the most about you. So why would you want to hide those things about yourself? And that doesn't mean don't try to be better. No, you can emulate good things about other people that you like. Just be yourself as much as you can. Life is going to get tough. Life is hard. When you're down, when you fall down, try to pick yourself up. Honestly, there's sometimes when you are by yourself, you have to be your own cheerleader. Some things you have to do by yourself. I know I said earlier that you should ask for help, but you need to also be strong. Um, have a thick skin. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself, no. Yes, don't be so hard on yourself. Yes, we all mess up. We all do things. We're like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. We all have regrets. But just like forgive yourself. No one's judging you. So why are you judging yourself? You know, you're meant to mess up. You're supposed to. I wish I knew this when I was younger. I was supposed to be. Honestly, I was such a good teenager. I was such a good kid. And still, when I did something bad, I'll feel like horrible. I wish I knew I was supposed to mess up. Honestly, you're not supposed to be perfect. No one is perfect. Perfection is an illusion. It doesn't exist. Do things that make you happy as much as you can. YOLO! Life's for the living, so leave it. Or you're better off dead. (laughs) lesson number 22 leave your life call that boy that you've been dying to talk to just do it for yourself leave your life it will get better you will get your independence you will get that job you will get that boy you will get that girl you will be stinking filthy bloody crazy rich (laughs) if that's what you want Um, but yeah 
And that is the end of this week's podcast. I know it's a bit long, but I hope you guys learned a thing or two about me. I hope you guys loved it. I hope you guys could relate in some way. If you have anything to add to this or to tell me or anything you need my advice on, just email me at ldotpodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at dose of Tywell Podcast. You can also tweet at me at Tywell Daffodil. That's T-A-I-W-O-D-A-F-F-O-D-I-L. And use the hashtag Dose of Tower Podcast on Twitter. I don't know how hashtags work, but I guess the more you use them, the more they pop up. I don't know. Just use the hashtag on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well, guys. Anyway, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Bye. Oh, come on.